Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hello, hello. So welcome to today's episode. We are going to be diving into what is the ultimate truth and creating ultimate truths, preferably better ones, because if you have to recreate something, let's go for the better version of it. So diving into this topic, I'm going to be using my personal reference of credit card debt and the belief behind it. But if you do not have that belief or if the ultimate truth for you is something different, please take, you know, every time I say credit card debt and insert your own verbiage there. So before I go off on a crazy tangent, let's let me go ahead and describe to you what an ultimate truth is so we can you can even know what the hell I'm talking about. Ultimate truth is when something is so true for you that it's like a bell has rung inside of you or another way to think of it as, you know, something that you believe and you would literally, no one could ever prove you wrong. Your belief is that strong. So for me, an ultimate truth is that I love my husband. I love my family. I love my babies. I would do anything for them. The sky is blue. The grass is green. Um, I am lovingly supported no matter what I do. That, um, trying to think of another ultimate truth to give you a different example. Um, that no matter what I'm do, I could what I am doing, I am well compensated. So those are ultimate truths. Those are a variety of ultimate truths. Um, but for this episode, I'm going to be diving into the story of my ultimate truth in regards to credit card debt. Now, credit card debt is not necessarily, I'm not using this as a, a podcast episode to like shame credit card debt because obviously I have it. I'm trying to use it as a way to give you a behind the scenes example of a journey I was going through. And today I felt like I came to the conclusion of that journey, even though financially, technically nothing has changed. My perception to things have changed. My new ultimate truth has changed. Now, if some of this is sounding extra woo to you, well, welcome to the podcast. We talk about the woo. But other than that, um, this is a good episode to listen to after you have listened to the episode in regards to energetic minimums and maximums. It's, again, one that's good to listen to on its own, but it makes more sense if you listen to energetic minimums and maximums first, and then you go into the ultimate truths. Yes, they play uh, hand in hand, but trying to set the groundwork for it, if you think of energetic minimums and maximums as a dinner course, um, ultimate truth is like the dessert. So just keep that in mind. If some of it feels a little too woo for you and it's not really clicking, listen to the episode before this one and then come back to it. So with that PSA being said, let's dive in. Um, okay, credit card debt. That has been my new ultimate truth and it happened today. So you're getting fresh off the press in regards to that belief and that new ultimate truth kicking in. The previous ultimate truth was that I could never live a life without credit card debt. And that belief was given to me, instilled in me, and I ultimately took it on to be my own because of past experiences, because of past bad spending habits, because society, because, because, because. The because didn't really feel that important. What felt important to me was the fact that I didn't 
feel like I could ever get out of credit card debt. Now, mind you, my husband and I, we've gotten into credit card debt. We've paid it all off. We've been out of it, moved on. And then something happened and then we got back into it. We've done that cycle probably four times in the last 10 years we've been together. So it's not like I don't know that I can pay it all off. But the thing was, I never felt like I could just not have it, period. Yes, I would still have my credit cards because I liked having the access and the availability, especially if I travel overseas, to have another form of income that is secured and protected or have the emergency to the emergency to the emergency fund. But I didn't like the feeling of having the credit card debt itself. And this had been a conversation that I've been having with a girlfriend for probably two months now. I'd say maybe closer to, you know, one, I don't know, no, about two months, about two months. And I felt like I was having the same conversation over and over and over again. And I'll go into later on in the episode as a way to learn, you know, what's, you know, how to identify what an ultimate truth could be for you. But the Cliff Notes version right now is if you're having the same conversation, but a different variety of it over and over again, or if you're like, ugh credit card debt and like whatever the feeling is or ugh, um, bad spending habits or ugh, uh, bad eating, eating habits or ugh, unable to say no to people. If your body is making that horrid sound that I just made on the podcast, that is something that you should probably be look, probably be looking into for churning it into a new ultimate truth. And I will never listen to myself making that sound because if I did, I'd probably be so embarrassed. I would delete the episode. So Just know that you will only be the people that hear it. I will never actually hear what I sound like because it'd be way too embarrassing. But it gets my point across. Credit card debt for me felt like, ugh. It was, it was just like, dude, a fucking again? We have to talk about this thing again? I have to think about it again? I have to plan about it again? Like, when does it end? And having the conversations about it, I'm happy I had the conversations about that because I needed to process it. I needed to come at this from a bunch of different angles. I needed to look at it from all sides and get to the ultimate truth of why it was even bothering me so much. Because in the past, it never really bothered me that much, but I could feel a change coming. And I was like, man, this is getting old. I don't want to talk about credit card debt anymore. I don't want to spend six to 10 hours a month thinking and strategizing and planning of how I'm going to pay it off. I don't want to have it just be a conversation in my life anymore. Like I'm done. And my old belief was that I had to have some type of credit card debt Or no matter what I would do, I would always go back into credit card debt because I never had the resources to become my own credit card. And through multiple conversations and thinking and journaling, I realized that that is not ultimately true. The ultimate truth is that I am choosing to have the credit card debt. Sometimes it served a purpose in its life. Um, It's paid for past medical expenses that were very unexpected in regards to our pet's health and Those were charges that I was grateful to have because that meant my, you know, in that scenario, my pet lived or my pet got the care it needed and it didn't bother me. What bothered me was having to pay Bank of X or credit card company Y every single month over and over again. The charge wasn't the issue. It was how the money was being handled. And then I started looking at our budget in the past couple of months in general. And I was like, man, that's a lot more money we could be putting away into savings. So... 
not that this is a new idea, but it felt new to me. I came up with the idea of, well, why don't we become our own credit card? I've heard of people talking about the theories of becoming their own bank, and I liked the idea. And I was like, man, what if instead of just becoming our own bank, like we were our own credit card company, we were our own lending company, like we put money away with the purpose of borrowing against it or borrowing from it in the future. So with that idea kind of processing and bouncing in my head, I was like, well, why don't we do that with credit cards? Why don't we get out of the debt and then keep making those payments? But now I have a fund, which I literally am going to take a savings account, mind you, and name it credit card of Ben and Maggie. But why don't we take that money and put it in there so that I have a quote unquote credit card to pull from in the future? The whole reasoning behind having credit card debt to begin with wasn't because it was irresponsible spending all of the purpose purchases had a purpose in my life whether it was to take care of a pet take care of an unexpected expense you get the drill right but it was because I didn't have money to pull from so that I had an option the credit cards was because I had no option and then there was there's been times in our lives where our income wasn't amazing. And so we had to use that option. But it's like, okay, well, thinking and going forward and planning forward, how do I give myself, how do I give my future self a better option? And there, (laughs) basically, that was the idea of, hey, why don't I become my own credit card? Now, of course, this isn't about the debt. It's never whatever your version is. It's not, you know, I'm 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 trying to make it up. Say you have a really shitty job. It's not about the shitty job. It's about the belief that you can change your own circumstances and you can change something that most likely not everyone in your social circle is doing. So, for example, majority of our circle social circle actually if I think about it, every single person I know has credit card debt. I can't tell you of a friend or a family member consciously that has that doesn't have credit card debt. So it was the norm. It was okay. It was something we all quote unquote bonded over and agreed on and thought was socially acceptable. So sometimes creating that new ultimate truth is going outside of what is socially acceptable because it just doesn't feel good to you anymore. It's that stupid sound I made earlier on the podcast that is horribly embarrassing. It's something that you're like, man, this needs to change. And you know It is an ultimate truth when it starts to aggravate you over and over and over again and you have obsessive conversations about it and you're looking at different ways to change it and tweak it and maybe you're on Pinterest trying to see what other people have done. Like that is a total trigger to let you know that, hey, this is an ultimate truth. Now, because I'm telling you this is so hot off the press, literally a couple hours ago I decided my new version of that ultimate truth. And the new version of that ultimate truth was I'm no longer available for credit card debt. Now, that doesn't mean I'm no longer available for my credit cards. I enjoy my credit cards in the sense that I like the potential that they give me, the flexibility, and you know, they give me an emergency expense option. And that feels really good to me. So I'm not saying that I'm unavailable for credit cards. I'm just unavailable for the debt and having to pay them every single month instead of pulling from a savings account, a.k.a. a personal credit card that is just a name, and then moving on with the expense. And in an episode that'll be coming out after this, I talk about creating space and sitting still, and it'll make more sense in that episode. But 
the shorter version of that is I am done with credit cards because I'm tired of it taking up space in my life. I'm tired of the minutiae. I'm tired of the thinking about it. I'm tired of the planning. I'm tired of the talking about it. And it got to the point where it's like, I'm so done that I'm done. Like just full stop, like capital letters, pretend I'm, it's the screaming emoji with the little, um, the emergency little lights emojis. Like I am done. Newsflash, done, 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 done. Now, being done doesn't mean that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and all my credit cards are going to be paid off. Like, if that happens, I will totally come back on the podcast and tell you, hey, BT dubs, magically they all got paid off. It, that's, not, that's not what I'm expecting to happen. But when you make an ultimate truth, when you have something in you that is so freaking clear, it is as clear as knowing that the sky is blue then your reality can start to rapidly shift to match it. Now, the woo side is you're going to have unexpected guidance and support come up for you in regards to that thing. Again, mine's credit card debt. Yours could be something else. But it'll come up to you so fast. And you're like, how the fuck did that happen? Where in God's creation did that shit come from? Because you've decided, you've told the universe, hey, here's my order. I am no longer available for credit card debt. So this shit's got to go. The practical side, using credit card debt as the example, means that I won't be putting any more purchases on my credit cards going forward. That might even mean that I take them and I cut them up or maybe I freeze them or whatever. But I'm making it so that I'm no longer physically available to use them. I prioritize paying them off. Um, Once I pay them off, I just leave them alone and I kind of pretend that they don't exist. So the practical side is I'm no longer physically using them and I'm prioritizing paying them off. The woo side is that I am so done that I am done with it. And that I am no longer available for it. So therefore, outside of the time it's going to take to pay off the last little bit of debt, I'm never going to think about it again because I'm just not available for it. So you kind of get where I'm going with this. And again, the journal prompts will help you get a lot more clarity in regards to this. But when you are creating that new ultimate truth, when you are done, you are done. You are capital D-O-N-E done. And It doesn't always have to be bad. Again, my scenario is credit card debt, which is not necessarily bad, but it's a little more on the serious side. Sometimes it could be, you know, that you are done not creating your art or you're not, you're done not um, going to the park every weekend with your kids. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be something bad, but an ultimate truth versus a regular truth. A regular truth is something that you're flexible on. An ultimate truth is something that you were like so not flexible on that literally the world stops. Like dramatic pause for a reason. The world stops because you are not available for it in any capacity. So let's go ahead and start, you know, diving into some of the journal prompts that'll make it a lot more clear. But basically, you you know you're done when you are capital D-O-N-E and that's when you know you've created an ultimate truth. Sometimes it's going to feel like a bell being rung inside of you. Sometimes it's going to feel like the world should be like shouting because you've just come to this realization. Sometimes it feels like a light bulb moment. It's a little bit different for everyone, but you know the feeling because the world could stop and that is how you know that it just would never happen again.
And with that being said, you know that means I'm always going to give you journal prompts. And I'll get to the journal prompts in a minute. Um, but I want to just kind of hammer home a little bit more on the ultimate truths and creating a new ultimate truth. My ultimate truth of no longer being available for credit card debt came from a feeling of just, ugh. <laughs> and I know that ugh is not a scientific thing unless you're probably, I don't know, I'm so stereotyping, but it's meant in such a loving way, like a Jewish, like, ugh, that is like disgusting. So it doesn't always have to be some crazy thing. Sometimes it, it starts in the form of something that just doesn't feel good anymore. Something that in your world will ex inspire that ugh feeling. For me, again, like I told you, it started a couple months ago with the ugh feeling of credit card debt. Looking at the bills, paying them, scheduling this, doing that. I'm like, damn, our finances felt complicated. And it's like, ugh, this doesn't feel good anymore. And specifically in the finances feeling complicated, and mind you, they're not complicated, but when I felt like we had more billers to pay than days in the month. I'm like, ugh, this doesn't feel good. And a good chunk of that was the credit card debt because the credit card debt is spread out across X amount of credit cards. And it just didn't feel good anymore. So you can hear me saying the same thing over and over again. It was something that was going about in my normal everyday life, nothing crazy. And then I just kept getting this feeling of, oh, this doesn't feel good anymore. That is a little way for you to start paying attention to see what is your old belief system and maybe that might be an opportunity for you to create a new ultimate truth. For me right now, this is the year of cleanup, clearing out the clutter, getting my time back, getting my finances back because having that credit card debt makes me feel like I, I want to keep that money. Like I'm tired of paying it to Chase and company X and company Y. I want to pay it into Bank of Margaret. I want to put it into Bank of Ben. I want to put it into, you know, Margaret and Ben's prepaid self-funded credit card, you know, which is AKA a savings account. Like it just didn't feel good anymore. And it felt to the point of not feeling good that it was noticeable, that I kept having the conversation with one of my girlfriends over and over and over again. And it was having the same conversation, but from a different perspective every time. And it was, it felt like I was going deeper into it, but it was like, again, it always came back to the same thing. Credit card debt no longer felt good. And it took probably, like I said, about a month, if not two months, maybe to get really clear on that, but I wasn't ready for it to become an ultimate truth. I didn't truly believe that I, Margaret Stevens, could live without credit card debt because I haven't in the past. So even though I was getting there and I was getting to the point of, wow, this doesn't feel good anymore. Wow, this needs to change. Okay, I'm ready for a change. I wasn't ready for the ultimate truth. So I started thinking about it again, like I told you guys today, and it's been on my mind all day and deeply on my mind for a minimum the past two months. But here's, you know, some journal prompts that you can kind of dive into so that if you want to go ahead and start seeing what, you know, things you have that you want to turn into a new, more positive ultimate truth, these are little things that can kind of jumpstart your brain or maybe give you more clarity in regards to what that item is don't worry the link is going to be in the show notes to direct you over to the blog so you can go ahead and listen if you want in your if you're in a safe space or a quiet space answer out loud when I ask you these questions but don't freak out and try and write them down just go over to the blog and grab them from the episode show notes basically so 
Let's dive into the journal prompts. So using the example for me so that it has more context with you guys, credit card debt, I'm going to ask you the first prompt. What is it that you believe in regards to the credit card debt? What is it that you believe in regards to um, getting a new job? What is it that you believe in having downtime on the weekends? You, you get the point. So let me answer this for you so that you guys can, you know, hopefully dive deep into this. So what is it that you believe? I believed that I had to have credit card debt because I couldn't become my own credit card. That was my belief. That really, when I boiled it down, that was my belief. And then second journal prompt. Is that really true? Is that ultimately true? No, it's not ultimately true. Again, answering this for you guys to get some context. It's not ultimately true because once I paid off the credit cards, once we pay off the credit cards, I can just keep taking that money and put it towards, you know, credit card of Margaret and Ben, AKA our savings account. Like literally I plan on renaming one of our savings accounts to call it credit card of Margaret and Ben. So it's not ultimately true that I have to have credit cards and credit card debt. That's just something that I chose to believe in and it suited my life at that time. So if this is not ultimately true, why did I believe that? What is, what is true? And again, it goes back to, I believed it was true because that's all I knew in the past. I believed it was true because I never put money aside to not make it true. So that is why it was true. The next journal prompt, prompt number four, even though these are not necessarily in order, you are more than welcome to pick and choose, but it is num it's the fourth bullet on the journal prompts. Is that the only way that X can happen? So me having credit card debt, is that the only way that this can happen? No, I can totally live a life. Again, answering this, I can totally live a life without credit card debt. I can totally live a life becoming my own credit card. It's just a matter of believing it. With that being said, fifth journal bubble, what would this look like if it was easy? Well, I kind of just answered that question. What it would look like if it was easy would be taking that money, paying off the credit cards, and then keeping that money that I'm spending and putting it all towards my own quote unquote credit card, my self-funded credit card. So that would be easy. That means I would be putting money away and building something up so that instead of having to rely on a credit card, I could rely on that savings account, even though I'm relabeling it as a credit card. The names are semantic, but that would make it easy. That would make it easy to never have to, you know, without, you know, some crazy unknown thing without having going to go back into credit card debt. So that is what it would look like if it was easy. So whatever the new ultimate truth you're trying to create, again, this is going to be for you. It's going to be private. Most likely no one's ever going to see it, especially if you don't even write it down, if you're just thinking it, give yourself carte blanche, make it, it could be Margaret wins, you know, $10,000 or $30,000 or whatever. And that's what it would look like if it was, e it was easy. Whatever your version of easy is, don't hold yourself back because I want you to expand your man, your brain, expand your mind, expand the possibilities so that you can move forward and create that new ultimate truth. So the next journal bubble is, are you willing to have it easy? Or Another version of that question is, what do you need rid of? What do you need to get rid of so that you can believe it can happen for you? 
So again, I have talked about worthiness in pretty much almost every single episode. And worthiness is a big theme in this podcast in general, because if you don't believe you're worthy for something, it's not going to happen. You can believe that, just like I've said, I can believe that having credit card debt is gross and ugly and crappy. But if I don't believe I could be out of credit card debt, then I'm going to, it's like I'm canceling it out. So yes, I don't believe I don't like having credit card debt, but if I don't believe that I can be a person that lives without credit card debt, you take that positive, you take that negative and boom, they cancel each other out. So that is why, you know, I'm asking you, what would it look like would it, for it to be easy? What would it look like if you got rid of that, you know, obstacle that let you have that? What would you need to do to be worthy of creating that new ultimate truth? The next journal prompt is, does this conflict with an energetic minimum? So if I had have, well, I actually do. I have energetic minimums and maximums around what I make, what we save, things like that. If having credit card debt conflicted with that, again, it's that positive and that negative that's going to cancel each other out. So I am now having an energetic minimum of minimum zero credit card debt, maximum I don't know, five bucks of credit card debt. So you can't have this conflict within you and expect it to come to fruition. Every single part of you needs to be aligned so that this new ultimate truth can actually be brought into reality. And when every part of you is aligned, your energetic minimums, your beliefs, the way you physically do things outside of the spiritual side of it, that is where speed will happen. That is where whatever your new ultimate truth that you're creating is going to happen faster than you can physically explain as to why. Because every single part of you is congruent. So that is really important. If you have some type of conflict, so whether it's an energetic minimum or um, a belief or a physical energetic, you know, block against it because maybe you don't believe that you, you believe you don't want credit card debt, but you keep using them or whatever the stupid scenario is. If you have some type of conflict, then you're just slowing the process down. Yes, it'll actually happen for you, but it's just going to happen really, really slow. So clean up any conflicts that you might have. And then the last journal prompts to help you create that new ultimate truth is who does this help and why? Because not everything that we're doing is going to just be helping us directly. Sometimes it's going to be helping someone else. So having having that credit card debt gone to answer my own question would help not only me, but it would also help the people that I you know was lended from. So I'm cleaning up available credit lines or you know things for them to lend out more money to other people. I'm cleaning up my credit. I'm cleaning up my ability to buy things in the future. So yes, this is helping me, but it's also helping my household because maybe that means I get a better interest rate, which affects, you know, what we physically are paying down the road. So it helps me, it helps my husband, it helps our budget. Um, And then the why behind it, why does this help me? Yes, financially it helps me, but it also helps me be congruent in every part of my life in regards to that thing, that topic. So I'm not using credit cards, but I don't believe I should be using credit cards. I'm not doing things that are conflicting and doing things that aren't conflicting is going to bring speed into your life, is going to bring some energetic woo into your life. It's going to be giving you that extra boost and support that you need because 
it's a lot easier to co-create with the universe versus trying to struggle and roll that mountain, you know, that boulder up the hill all on your own. Why not give the cosmos a little bit more of a clearer direction of what you're actually trying to manifest, what you're trying to create by busting out the beliefs that are really not true and creating a new ultimate truth around whatever just doesn't feel good. Again, how many times did I say ugh in the podcast? Like that probably could be a funny drinking game and I would never want to re-listen to myself saying that because I probably sound retarded. But I'm being very transparent about this one and giving you my own answers for a reason. I want you to have the best experience possible going through the ultimate truth as if I was there with you. And since I can't physically be there with you, this is the best that I can do. I want you to have that new ultimate truth. I want you to focus on clearing up the crap that's just clearing, it's, it's clogging your life. Me thinking about the credit card debt, me planning about it, me doing this, me doing that about it. It's just, you know, if I probably added up all the time that I spent thinking about credit card debt in the past month, it's probably a good 10, 12 hours thinking about it. Now, I could be thinking about plenty of other things Except I'm not. I'm still, well, I was. I was stuck on something because I didn't have the proper answer to it. So sometimes it's a physical thing that you can create a new truth for. Sometimes it's a mental thing. You know, what is it going to look like to get six to 10 hours back a month? Think about it. I'm going to have six to 10 hours of available brain space a month. That means I could probably be working more on my podcast. Maybe that means I spend more time outside reading with my dogs. Maybe that means I spend more time watching movies with the hubby because you can never have enough date nights in a marriage. You know, an endless supply of date nights is always required. You know, maybe I could do this. Maybe, 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 maybe. But instead, I was dealing, struggling, processing what, you know, credit card debt meant to me. So when you create this new ultimate truth and you find out who it's helping, sometimes it's you, sometimes it's someone else, you find out the real reason why, that's a way to get your time back. And time is that crappy but awesome non-renewable energy that we only have a limited amount of. And I've always said this and I will always say this. When I go, I want to die, quote unquote, empty. I want to die knowing that I've checked off all the important things in my life on my bucket list. Spend time with my family. Spend time with my husband. Do things that are meaningful. Help people grow. Ask really great questions. I don't want to be, you know, having it written on my soul's tombstone. Well, she thought about credit card debt 132 hours in her entire life. Like, it's just a waste. So, you know, what would that be for you? What is something that can gain you back time, gain you back brain space, gain you back creativity and clarity and just ease? That is probably whatever you just answered me or whatever just popped into your head. That's probably going to be the topic that you should look at in creating your new ultimate truth. And could it be scary? Of course. Sometimes an ultimate truth is taking your life and shaking it completely upside down. Sometimes it's not so scary. Maybe it's that you need to pamper yourself a little bit more. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Get your time back because you are worth it. And the world needs you to kind of be on your A game so that you can give to those that you need to give to versus being caught up in the minutiae. 
There's no point in having that much bullcrap of minutia in your life. So with that being said, any of the journal prompts that you want to dive deep into, don't forget they're in the show notes below, or you can just go to margaretstevens.co and you can see them there. And if you have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. And if you need support creating a new ultimate truth, don't be shy to reach out to me. And I will talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Bye. Have a burning question for me? Want that link I was talking about? Get access to all the resources and links that were mentioned in this episode and others over at margaretstevens.co. And if you haven't, don't forget to sign up for my VIP list where I share special bonuses, pre-launch coupon codes, and advice I don't share anywhere else. Thanks for listening.